Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in a year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 21st of June and the 22nd of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, According to tradition, was the day when Miriam was punished with tzarat, that's biblical leprosy. Numbers 12. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant, against Moshe? But when the cloud had withdrawn from over the tent, behold, Miriam was leprous, as white as snow. Moshe cried out to the Lord, saying, O God, heal her, I pray. This week, our parasha is called Shlach, which means send. And today's reading will be Numbers 14, 8 through 25. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel, and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, neither fear the people of the land, for they are bread to us. Their defense is removed from over them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. But all the congregation threatened to stone them with stones. Then the glory of the Lord appeared in the tent of meeting to all the sons of Israel. And the Lord said to Moshe, How long will this people despise me, and how long will they not believe in me for all the signs which I have worked among them? I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them and will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. Moshe said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear it, for you brought up this people in your your might from among them. They will tell it to the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, the Lord, are among this people. For you, the Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands over them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and in a pillar of fire by night. Now if you kill this people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of you will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he swore to them, Therefore he has slain them in the wilderness. Now please, let the power of the Lord be great, according as you have spoken, saying, The Lord is slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, forgiving iniquity and transgression. And he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the third and on the fourth generation. Please, Pardon the iniquity of this people according to the greatness of your loving kindness, 
and just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. The Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, but in very deed as I live, and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, because all those men who have seen my glory and my signs which I worked in Egypt and in the wilderness, yet have tempted me these ten times and have not listened to my voice. Surely they shall not see the land which I swore to their fathers, neither shall any of those who despised me see it. But my servant Kalev, because he had another spirit within him and has followed me fully, him I will bring into the land into which he went, and his offspring shall possess it. Since the Amalekite and the Canaanite dwell in the valley, tomorrow turn and go into the wilderness by the way to the Reed Sea. That was Numbers 14, verses 5, excuse me, 8 through 25. Today's portion from the prophets is Jeremiah 38. Shvatia the son of Matan, and Gedalia the son of Pashhul, and Yukal the son of Shlemia, and Pashhul the son of Malchiah, heard the words that Yirmiyahu spoke to all the people, saying, This is what the Lord says, He who stays in this city will die by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, but he who goes out to the Kastim will live and he will escape with his life, and he will live. This is what the Lord says. This city will surely be given into the hand of the army of the king of Babel, and he will take it. Then the princes said to the king, Please, let this man be put to death, because he weakens the hands of the men of war who remain in the city, and the hands of all the people in speaking such words to them. For this man does not seek the welfare of his people, but harm. So King Tzidkiyahu said, Behold, he is in your hand, for the king cannot do anything to oppose you. Then they took Yirmiyahu and threw him into the pit of Malchiah, the king's son. That was in the court of the guard, and they let down Yirmiyahu with cords. In the pit there was no water, but mire, and Yirmiyahu sank in the mire. Now, when Eved Melech, the Ethiopian, a eunuch, who was in the king's house, heard that they had put Yirmiyahu in the dungeon, the king was then sitting in Benjamin's gate, Eved Melech went out of the king's house and spoke to the king, saying, My lord the king, these men have done evil in all that they have done to Yirmiyahu the prophet, whom they have cast into the dungeon. He is likely to die in the place where he is, because of the famine, for there is no more bread in the city. Then the king commanded Eved Melech the Ethiopian, saying, Take from here thirty men with you, and take up Yirmiyahu the prophet out of the pit before he dies. So Eved Melech took the men with him, and went into the house of the king under the treasury, 
and took from there rags and worn-out garments, and let them down by cords into the pit to Yirmiyahu. Then Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian said to Yirmiyahu, Now put these rags and worn-out garments under your armpits, under the cords. And Yirmiyahu did so. So they drew up Yirmiyahu with the cords and took him up out of the dungeon, and Yirmiyahu remained in the court of the guard. Then King Tzidkiyahu sent and took Yirmiyahu the prophet to himself into the third entry that is in the house of the Lord. Then the king said to Yirmiyahu, I will ask you something, hide nothing from me. Then Yirmiyahu said to Tzidkiyahu, If I declare it to you, will you not surely put me to death? If I give you counsel, you will not listen to me. So King Tzidkiyahu swore secretly to Yirmiyahu, saying, As the Lord lives, who made us this soul, I will not put you to death, neither will I give you into the hand of these men who seek your life. Yirmiyahu therefore said to Tzidkiyahu, This is what the Lord, God of hosts, the God of Israel says. If you will go out to the king of Babel's princess, then your soul will live, and the city will not be burned with fire, and you will live along with your house. But if you will not go out to the princess of the king of Babel, then the city will be given into the hand of the Kastim, and they will burn it with fire, and you will not escape out of their hand. King Tzidkiyahu said to Yirmiyahu, I am afraid of the Jews who have deserted to the Kasdim, lest they deliver me into their hand and they mock me. But Yirmiyahu said, They will not deliver you. Please obey the voice of the Lord in that which I speak to you, so it will be well with you and your soul will live. But if you refuse to go out, this is the word that the Lord has shown me. And behold, all the women who are left in the house of the king of Yehuda will be brought out to the princes of the king of Babel, and those women will say, Your close friends have misled you and have prevailed over you. Your feet are sunk in the mire. They have turned away from you. They will bring out all your wives and your children to the Kastim. You will not escape out of their hand, but will be taken by the hand of the king of Babel, and you will cause this city to be burned with fire. Then Tzidkiyahu said to Yirmiyahu, Let no man know of these words, and you will not die. But if the princes hear that I have talked with you, and they come to you and tell you, Declare to us now what you have said to the king. Do not hide it from us, and we will not put you to death. Also, tell us what the king said to you. Then you shall tell them, I presented my supplication before the king, that he would not cause me to return to Yonatan's house to die there. Then all the princes came to Yirmiyahu and asked him, and he told them according to all these words that the king had commanded. So they stopped speaking with him, for the matter was not perceived. So Yirmiyahu stayed in the court of the guard until the day that Yerushalayim was taken.
That was Jeremiah 38. Today's portion from the writings is Daniel 4. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at rest in my house and flourishing in my palace. I saw a dream which made me afraid, and the thoughts on my bed and the visions of my head troubled me. So I made a decree to bring in all the wise men of Babel before me, that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians, the enchanters, the custom, and the soothsayers came in, and I told the dream before them, but they could not make known to me its interpretation. But at the last, Daniel came in before me, whose name was Belteshazzar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. I told the dream before him, saying, Belteshazzar, master of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you, and no secret troubles you, tell me the visions of my dream that I have seen, and its interpretation. Thus were the visions of my head on my bed. I saw, and behold, a tree in the middle of the earth, and its height was great. The tree grew and was strong, and its height reached to the sky, and its sight to the end of all the earth. The leaves of it were beautiful, and it had much fruit, and in it was food for all. The animals of the field had shade under it, and the birds of the sky lived in its branches, and all flesh was fed from it. I saw in the visions of my head on my bed, and behold, a watcher and a holy one came down from heaven. He cried aloud and said this, Cut down the tree and cut off its branches, shake off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the animals get away from under it and the fowls from its branches. Yet leave the stump of its root in the earth, even with a band of iron and bronze, in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the animals in the grass of the earth. Let his heart be changed from man's, and let an animal's heart be given to him. Then let seven times pass over him. The sentence is by the decree of the watchers, and the demand by the word of the holy ones, to the intent that the living may know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and gives it to whomever he will, and he sets up over it the lowest of men. This dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, have seen, and you, Belteshazzar, declare the interpretation, because all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation. But you are able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was stricken mute for a while, and his thoughts troubled him. The king answered and said, Belteshazzar, do not let the dream or the interpretation trouble you. Belteshazzar answered and said, My lord, may the dream be for those who hate you and its interpretation to your adversaries. The tree that you saw, which grew and became strong, 
whose height reached to the sky and its sight to all the earth, whose leaves were beautiful and its fruit plentiful, and in it was food for all, under which the animals of the field lived, and on whose branches the birds of the sky had their habitation. It is you, O king, that have grown and become strong, for your greatness has grown and reaches to the sky, and your dominion to the end of the earth. And because the king saw a watcher and a holy one coming down from heaven and saying, Cut down the tree and destroy it. Nevertheless, leave the stump of its roots in the earth, with a band of iron and bronze, in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of the sky. Let his portion be with the animals of the field until seven times pass over him. This is the interpretation, O king, and it is the decree of the Most High which has come on my lord the king, that you shall be driven from men, and your dwelling shall be with the animals of the field. You shall be made to eat grass as oxen, and shall be wet with the dew of the sky, and seven times shall pass over you, until you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and gives it to whomever he will. Whereas they commanded to leave the stump of the roots of the tree, your, sh- your kingdom shall be sure to you. After that you will have known that the heavens do rule. Therefore, O king, may my counsel be please you, and break off your sins by righteousness, and your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor. Perhaps there may be a lengthening of your tranquility." All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of twelve months, he was walking in the royal palace of Babel. Then the king spoke and said, Is not this great Babel which I have built for the royal dwelling place by the might of my power and for the glory of my majesty? While the word was in the king's mouth, a voice came from heaven, saying, O king Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken, the kingdom has departed from you. You shall be driven from men, and your dwelling shall be with the animals of the field. You shall be made to eat grass as oxen. Seven times shall pass over you, until you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and gives it to whomever he will. This was fulfilled the same hour on Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from men, and ate grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of the sky, until his hair had grown like eagles' feathers, and his nails like birds' claws. And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes to heaven, and my understanding returned to me. And I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored Him who lives forever. For His dominion is an everlasting dominion, and His kingdom from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and He does according to His will in the host of heaven, and among the inhabitants of the earth. And no one can stop his hand or ask him, 
What are you doing? At the same time, my understanding returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and brightness returned to me. And my counselors and my lords sought me, and I was established in my kingdom, and excellent greatness was added to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, for all his works are truth and his ways justice, and those who walk in pride he is able to abase. That was Daniel chapter 4. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is 2 Corinthians 6. And working together, we entreat also that you do not receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, At an acceptable time I listened to you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We give no occasion of stumbling in anything, so that our ministry may not be blamed, but in everything commending ourselves as servants of God, in great endurance, in afflictions, in hardships, in distresses, in beatings, in imprisonments, in riots, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, in pureness, in knowledge, in perseverance, in kindness, in the Ruach HaKodesh, in sincere love, in the word of truth, in the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by glory and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold, we live, as punished and not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. Our mouth is open to you, Corinthians. Our heart is enlarged. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. Now in return I speak as to my children. You also open your hearts. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what fellowship do righteousness and iniquity have? Or what fellowship does light have with darkness? And what agreement does Messiah have with Belial? Or what portion does a believer have with an unbeliever? And what agreement does the temple of God have with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, I will be their God, and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord of hosts. That was Second Corinthians 6, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's cycle, you'll be reading Mark 16 today also. Well, that is it for me. I'm going to sign off 
and take care of my little guys who are sitting here quietly and patiently waiting for me. So I hope you have a blessed day and go in the grace and strength that God provides. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.